live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. The Bears are 4-0 in Big 12 Conference road games this year with a win here in Norman, 65-51 over the Oklahoma City. Wilson to McCormick, right side, oh, he floats, he shoots, he scores! KU goes up one, seven seconds to play. Here's a shot by Pack for the win. No good rebound to Bozzi, and KU's got to win it. Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. Yeah, it's on its way. Yeah, it is yeah. good. Yeah. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. That is unbelievable. We'll try to win it here from 45. Pepper snap. Is a little high, pulled on by Wisnowski. Robbie Gold has it away, and it is good! Robbie Gold has kicked the 49ers to victory here in Green Bay. The golden leg of Robbie Gold going to an NFC championship game. The Packers, three years in a row, now have been put out. Matt Gay, with four seconds on the clock, will attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left hash. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. Hi, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. And a new week, Monday, January 24, T-Row in the morning showtime. Toby and TJ with you. What are we playing here, Teach? Little skid row, youth gone wild. Huh. Okay. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, XOE as we call it. Monday morning, skid row, huh? I'm sure there's a meaning behind it. That's... Not our normal intro I just uh, felt I knew the would highlights you like that you would have with the NFL would be frantic and frenzied, and I needed something uh, hard-hitting ah, and fast, you. and I figured with the no. young QBs, youth gone wild fit, so kind of all tied together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I knew there was some, uh, I knew you put thought into it. I just was trying to uh, connect the dots there. Now you've explained it. Thank you very much. It was a wild, wild, wild weekend. Uh, infinitely entertaining weekend in the NFL. Uh, three games go down to the final kick, and the fourth goes to overtime. All four games ending on the final play. Well, I guess that happens every week. All four games undecided to the final play. Bengals beat the Titans in Tennessee, 1916. 49ers beat Green Bay in Green Bay, 13-10. to And then yesterday, just two epics. Uh, Rams had Tampa Bay put to bed. I mean, that was a blowout. And then just gifted them a comeback, only to beat them on the buzzer, 30-27. to Rams will host, as you heard there, the NFC Championship game. And uh, potentially the Super Bowl. And then last night, one of the greatest football games I've ever seen in my life. It, Kansas City and Buffalo game was just otherworldly. The final two minutes is indescribable. 25 points scored in the final two minutes of regulation. Chiefs win the coin toss, and that was it. They go win the game. 42-36, Kansas City. Uh, My heart broke for Josh Allen last night. Uh, He was sitting there on the bench knowing he had won the game. With 13 seconds left, he had won the game only to somehow not win the game. Unbelievable. I blame Tony Romo. Unbelievable. Go ahead. First off, I blame Tony Romo for a lot of things, but he was sitting there giving them the game, 13 seconds left. I can't believe they've done it. They've won this game. They're moving to the AFC Championship game. And I looked at Katie, and I said, Kansas City has 13 seconds with three timeouts. All they need is a field goal. This is not over. And she goes, he needs to shut up. And I go, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not over. And sure enough, boom, boom, field goal. I'm like, right. you saw it coming with the way that two minutes had gone, that they were going to hit two big plays and make some miraculous field goal to tie it. So I blame Tony Romo. Sure, because that's how things work in sports. <laughs> it so is, I, I can't wait is. someday to ask God about that game and say, why did you let Kansas City win? He'll he blame said, oh, Tony, Romo. Tony Romo. Did you hear Tony he'll Romo? Say, yeah. He'll say, Tony Romo annoys me too. I gave him a great cush I'll job say, and he annoys what, me too. That's what God what will tell you. the guy in Buffalo that was wearing his lucky socks? I thought those were, he's like, uh, the Tony Romo over-trumped <laughs> the right. lucky socks in Buffalo. That's exactly right. Uh, what, 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 how about those final two minutes? Was that not amazing? It was amazing. Up and down and, and up and down and up and down. Amazing to have it play out the way that it did and then just a garbage rule to not give them the opportunity back. You don't I like mean, the overtime rule? I hate that rule. I can't stand it. Like, what if it was in Kansas City's house and by chance, by luck, you just win the coin flip and Buffalo goes and scores that touchdown. The way it had gone, whoever won that win. was going to win and it – that's just a garbage rule. I can't stand it. How like, would you do it? Both teams should get a possession. You just keep going until someone wins it. What if both teams get a possession and they both score? Keep going. Then 
both teams get a possess. So do you like the college rule? Do you give them the 25-yard line? Do you like that? Um, whatever it takes to give both teams an opportunity if one scores a touchdown. I, you know, whatever you need to change it to. I, I get what you're saying. You just can't keep going forever. So you got to, at some point. No, I like the college rule. I, I, I uh, Bob Stoops' suggestion was always to uh, give them, the, I think he said it, uh, midfield. Yeah. Instead of the 25, he said you should have to get at least one, if not two first downs to be in field goal range. Sure. And sure. I like that. I like that because if you get it at the 25, you're already, you're already in, in field, field goal, goal range. range. Yeah, yeah, especially with today's but kickers. I, I do like the college overtime better than the NFL overtime. Oh, I definitely like it better, yeah. yeah. I just that, Josh Allen last night, like you said, you do all that in 13 seconds left and then you know with the flip of a coin, the way that game had gone and, and in that house that they're most likely going to score a touchdown, and yeah. you had nothing. You, there was nothing you could do Here's about it. Here's the thing, uh, and and I can hear Teddy yelling at this radio right now. Buffalo could do something about it. Make a they stop. They had a defense I, on I, the field. I get that. I get that. That's part of the game. It, it so, is. But I agree with you. <laughs> I like part of uh, that game. The last two minutes was no defense. They were gassed. Yeah, I I told Trevor last night that final two minutes and overtime was. Unbelievable, epic. We're going to hear all day today about how great it was. I saw an entire game like that one time. And Patrick Mahomes was there. And I'm told it was garbage. But uh, last night it was magical. Just trading haymakers. Well, that was just the last two minutes. (laughs) Just the last two minutes, not the entire game. That's what I'm telling you. Imagine if it was the whole game. It was even better. Great. (laughs) Imagine if a whole game they would have gone like at that pace. We would have scored in the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we would have talked about that because that would have been something. Yeah, we would have come on and we would have said that was the greatest football game I've ever seen. Oh man, what a weekend! Not a good weekend for the. Uh, well, I don't need more playoff games, crowd. That was. Uh, Pretty, pretty magical. No, we only needed the the final four uh, in each, each division. I mean, uh, yeah, in each each division. Yeah. So, well, because the weekend right, before so was garbage. Expand the playoffs to eight. Are we reaching common ground here? Uh, no, I'm not even reaching common ground there. Oh, <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? I'm supposed to start the show by asking TJ. How did everything work out? Worked out. That's how we left the show on Friday. Worked out. You were off to do some mysterious something, and you said, ask me on Monday, how did everything work out? wasn't mysterious. I said I just didn't want to jinx it. We had the boat sold in agreement. Right, because that's how things work. A verbal agreement, and uh, it wasn't. Oh, you sold the boat. It wasn't done yet, and I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't. The guy hadn't seen the boat. He was meeting us out there. And so I didn't want to say, hey, we've got the boat sold and then the boat not sell. So, but the boat sold. So, wow. It all worked that's out. Huge. It all worked out. That's so. huge. Uh, yes. So you're down to one boat? Down to one bro- boat. So you'll have to mark that off the list. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Well, now you've got one boat plus all the money from the sale of the and other. No, boat. all that money's already gone because it went can, to the uh, other boat. Maybe build an annex to the <laughs> nope. house or something. Nope. That money went straight to the other boat, so uh, it's don't don't even have that to put anywhere. So 
Well, congratulations. I'm sure that's a huge yeah, a relief. Huge relief, yeah. That was, you know, when four or five. When did you sell the other boat? What do you mean? Like on uh, what Friday, day? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, uh, Saturday around. We were done around 1 o'clock. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, further evidence of your lack of love for the University of Oklahoma but at least you got the boats boats sold. It's much more important than being at that game. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, if I was selling a boat this weekend, I would have said I can't do it Saturday between these hours. But if you want to come Friday, you want to come Sunday, you want to come when I get home Saturday, it'd be fine because OU comes first. For you, that's not true. Oh, you just I was come done first. before the game started. Your and personal we, selling of the boat comes before first. the that's game what I'm started saying. and listen to the game. But you didn't just come, as you I didn't would have done had game. I been home because I'm not paying for that garbage ESPN Plus. You weren't there. You weren't at the game. Wouldn't have been had I been in Norman. Difference. Wouldn't have been. Well, I, you're just proving my point. OU is a back burner. For you, to it is a, if my I boat. have time for yes. it for you. Um, if got it done Saturday morning, game, was done before the game even started. Not, so you can keep I'm rambling on and sounding dumb if you want to. You sold it at 1 o'clock on Saturday. The game was at 2 on Saturday. Yes. Obviously, you could not go to that basketball game because who knows how long that transaction was going to take. So it's just that if I have time for it situation for you. That's fine. I mean, you just can call twist it this is. however you want to and sound ridiculous, but keep going. I'm twisting it how I want to. I'm just saying OU is not something you schedule around with basketball. Actually, with I foot- did schedule around it. it. Actually, I did. It might be. The game was at 2 o'clock. We scheduled it before the game. We did schedule you around. Take it. off work for football. For basketball, you schedule things around. I mean, you're you just like, eh, if I got time, maybe I'll be there. It's okay. I'm sure Porter will understand. It was a packed house, though, on Saturday. That was nice. I'm, maybe you could have gotten a ticket. I'm not sure if you could have or not. But by far the best crowd of the season on Saturday. Maybe in a couple of years. Well, definitely in a couple of years because we only had 25% capacity last year. No, that's year. true. Yeah, that's right. So the best crowd in, in three seasons. Um, And we got some things to talk about coming out of that game because – I'm having a hard time heeding Porter Moser's advice of getting past my mad and moving on to the next game, TJ. I, I'm still caught up in my feels over this game on Saturday. I need to talk talk through something with you. Caught up in I'm, your feels? You don't get caught up in your feels. I know, but I am in this one. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm glad you sold your boat. That's got to be a huge relief. Very much so, yes. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, we got a lot to do today. We're going to hear post-game thoughts of Porter Moser and Jenny Baranchek. Jeez, their game yesterday, huh? Aoka Lee scored 61 points, an NCAA record for Kansas State on the Sooners yesterday. We've got uh, those – Four NFL playoff games to discuss and a lot of other stuff. 405-329-9000. If you'd like to chime in today, you could text the show 
The Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. It's a Monday morning. We're underway. New week. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Norman Regional Health System with Norman Regional Hospital, the Norman Health Plex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. The Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Wild weekend in the NFL. All games coming down to a field goal until that game last night when an overtime touchdown ended it. But all on the final play. Bengals advancing over the Titans 19-16. 49ers in a wild finish in Green Bay get a block punt. With a, field, with a touchdown, then uh, get the game-winning field goal. They beat Green Bay 13-10. to And then the two games yesterday, Rams, uh, after giving up the huge lead, fell asleep or something. I don't know what was going on there in hey, that Here, game. take this ball. Uh, they just kept like, handing them here, the football. Here's bad snaps. Here's fumbles. Let's, let's, just, close. let's just make this close. Let's see if Tom Brady can do it again. Let's see if we can watch it firsthand. Why don't you take the football again? Uh, but uh, seconds on the clock gave them just enough to win on a field goal, thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah. As we said, because the Buccaneers said, "How about we zero blitz with no time on the clock?" Yeah. And the, the only chance you have. Oh, that was just a battle of stupidity in that game. Teams seem to have lost their minds anymore at the end of games. Like it used to be, if you had two minutes, you were probably all right. But even then, it was like uh. now. If you have like forty seconds. It's like you can run like 15 plays, and I don't know. It's just wild the way some games can end now, and we see it, we well, saw it all weekend had long. The 13 seconds. <laughs> right, they had 13 seconds, and uh, I said, well, they left them too much time. <laughs> yeah, and the they Chiefs ran two plays and went like 50 yards. Or if you went to bed yards, last boy. night, Chiefs win in overtime, 42-36. to 36. So it's an absolutely wild weekend in Poor the NFL. Poor Buffalo. Oh, it's horrible if you're Buffalo. Man. I, You know me, TJ. I root for my friends. I like seeing my friends happy. If I have a friend who has a team in a game, I'll root for that team because I want my friends to be happy. But I got a couple of Chiefs fans in my life that are just insufferable all of a sudden. Like, I have found myself, and no offense to uh, Joe Castiglione, who's a Big Chiefs fan. It's not you. I'm happy for you, Joe. But there's a couple other, like Andrew Shepard is texting me at the end of the game. Chiefs! I'm like, oh, my God. I was rooting for Buffalo last night. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for the entire city of Buffalo for their football history. And I was thinking, maybe this is the year finally those people can win it all and rejoice. You know, all the Jim Kelly, all mm-hmm, the five straight mm-hmm. Super Bowls, all that. They have finally beaten Kansas City, and I think they might be the best team left. Buffalo might win it all. I mean, all that was going through my head with 13 seconds left. Josh Allen was unstinking believable last night. Some of those throws and runs – in the final two minutes were 
otherworldly. Just, I'm like, this guy's the best player in football. He, he had a brilliant game, absolutely brilliant game. And they lost. <laughs> they lost. I don't know what Buffalo was doing there defensively at the end. I don't think they knew. They were like, well, we don't want to give them a touchdown, but we don't want to play up tight and make the same mistake Tampa did. I, they were doing something in between where they're like, yeah, let's just give them 15, 20-yard chunks at a time. I, I don't know. I don't have the right answer. I'm just saying that that wasn't the answer, whatever they did. But, man, our heart breaks for Buffalo. For the team and the city. Yeah. Mm. Just watching him sit there on the bench, like what he had done and accomplished to get him to that point with 13 seconds left, and then he was just just wide-eyed shocked when, when he's watching the last 13 seconds play out. So... Uh, you're right. I was the same way with Kansas City. I was cheering for Buffalo. Pretty much when that game started going down the way that it did, I said, these are the two best teams, and whoever wins this game is going to win the Super Bowl. That, my, that was my thought as yeah. that thing I was playing out. Right. And I like I was the same way. I was like, man, Buffalo, uh, they scored that touchdown. I was like, man, they got three timeouts. But I thought they had done it too, and – I mean, credit Kansas City. I mean, you have Hill and, and Travis Kelsey and guys that can just make plays. And, yeah, I don't know what they were doing. They were playing this weird not give up too much, but they were allowing them, you know, big chunks. And so I, it was that was a fr- that had to have been a frustrating ending for Buffalo fans. There's no doubt about it. Just even the field goal to tie it, just watching it play out the way that it did. Yeah, I, I was mad at Kansas City at the end of that game. I was because you know how my stupid brain works. Like I'm like, like Kansas City, haven't you won enough? Just let them win one. <laughs> You've been to four straight AFC games. Come on. I I know. I'm like just just share the love a little bit for Pete's sake. So selfish. Be nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have some compassion, man. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. I did uh, I did get a good laugh this weekend. I was not on Twitter a lot, but I did see a post from Parker Thune that I uh, marked and I uh, thought you'd enjoy. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, this was a Saturday night. I got to get through all the Sunday tweets. There's quite a few of those. The uh, It's about the Green Bay... Uh, San Francisco oh, game. Here it is. I saw that. Too. I, yeah. I, read this, please, because I laughed at okay. it, too. <laughs> Parker thing. This is a beautiful, and I read, this is a beautifully anachronistic football game. Two iconic franchises, inclement weather, dirty jerseys, defensive struggle, win or go home situation, nostalgia. I was like, nostalgia? You're seven years old. You don't remember Roy Williams. What are you nostalgic of? I probably doesn't remember the Brett Favre era at Green Bay. There's no way he does. No, absolutely he does not. Nostalgia? To what? Parker. You know, I don't really remember uh, uh, Roy Williams playing, but I've heard stories about him. 
could you how can you nostalgia? <laughs> to what? It's like that tweet you would think somebody who saw Vince Lombardi and Joe Montana and you know like Barry Trammell the, sent that that tweet. Yeah. yeah. Barry Trammell sent that tweet, I'd be like, Well, that's a really good tweet. There's right. fancy words in there, it's well written. Parker's tweeting nostalgia. Uh, anyway, I think you'd appreciate that. <laughs> Parker, you're funny. It's well written. Choose words I didn't understand. I'm like, I don't get even. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't yeah. even know if anachronistic is used correctly or not. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know. But uh, it's a big word, so I'm gonna say. I know nostalgia is not used correctly. Uh, anyway, all right, we'll take a break. Six thirty-two in the morning. Uh, Toby and TJ with you. We got to talk some college basketball coming up. I've got a daily top five for you today. When we come back, we'll hear Porter Moser's post after the Sooners fall to Baylor on Saturday, 65-51. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, uh, first off, what was the message to the team after the game today? And it's, it's, it's the same message. Like right there, we can't, we can't have 25 turnovers. You know, our, our point guards alone had 10. And uh, I thought we played really hard. I think we forced them into 16, 17 turnovers, 17 turnovers. Um, I thought we, you know, we were in a timeout, and they were down 14 in the second half, and we, we just were just talking to them about, man, let's get to single digits, get it in single digits. The crowd will come alive. We'll do that. And we got it down to five, and then we had three straight turnovers. We had our point guard, three straight turnovers. And um, you know, unacceptable technical foul. Even if, even if it's wrong, whatever it is, let me get it. Let me get it. Um, referees have shorter leashes with players, and uh, so. The, but the turnovers is, uh, you know, you we got you got to play. But you're trying to beat the, the elite yeah. teams, and you're you're giving them that many opportunities. And we just you get, we got to have better performances on that. You fell down ten nothing. Fought back, took the lead. You fall down fourteen, like you said. Fought back, got within three. You saw it against Kansas the other night. Fall down, fought back. It's got to be frustrating to be. The team trying to fight back, I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's, 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 a, it's a trait that you're that you do love about your culture and your program is that they're not quit. They're fighting. They're fighting playing these elite top seven teams. Um, but to beat those, you've got to have you got to you got to we got to play better. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we got to play better to beat them. And I, but I think their fight was there. I thought we were. I thought the bench. I thought we were all keeping them. You know, trying to find ways to to keep fighting. That's a, that's a great sign. That's a great sign. I mean, a lot of these teams you'll get down and then you just roll over. Um, this team doesn't have that. It's just we've got to get better guard play and, and everybody about taking care of the ball. Can you tell us with the explanation? And I'm not going to get you in any kind of trouble here. Can you tell us the explanation you were given by Doug Sermons as to why a flagrant wasn't assigned there? Yeah, they, they said it was. Um, they said it wasn't intentional. He had to come down and land, and his head hit. His, they said it was not uh, intentional. Uh, you got some uh, you got some help today from some unlikely sources. Marvin Johnson came off the bench. AK gave you a second straight game where he contributed for you. Yeah, we, we, we need that with CJ and uh, Ethan out. We're shorthanded. Um, yeah, I thought Marvin came in when he got settled in and he, he did a couple nice things. He got a, got out in transition, got his athletic ability. I really liked the rebound he got above the rim. Yeah. Um, you know, you know. Three turnovers. He, you know, he hasn't played a lot of minutes. That's going to happen. So, but I, I thought he played the right way. I thought he played hard. We'll see. I mean, he just he got doing it off the court. You know, practice and everything. But man, I thought he, I thought he did did give us a lift in, in that run with some nice things. 
25 turnovers is the number that jumps off the page. The other area, though, that they really got you in Waco was on the boards. They out-rebounded you by 18 there. You got them today. You out-rebounded them by one, which is... I know you're not looking for silver no, linings, we, we, but you got to be proud of that because that was, was such an emphasis in our game plan yeah. is is to is to control the boards and you know we held them to thirty some percent shooting in the first half, and you know they were at full deck, they were at full deck with the Kinjo in there and um, and so I thought our guys battled, but you, you just can't. I mean, I know everyone's going to say, like, Coach, give me something different. But it's you, you just can't do it giving them that many possessions. Yeah. And you just you, you cut it, you battle it to three and everything, and then you just, you know. The one we ran in action, and, like, it was just an unfundamental play. We, if we run it hand-to-hand pass that we've practiced, it would have been a dunk. And we just kind of no-looked it, and that that was a frustrating play. Um, the uh, But then we're going we're gonna to fight back, man. I, I tell you, Toby, this uh, – you know, as hard as it is, um, there's some fight in this team. Yeah. There's some fight in this staff. Um, we're going to keep searching and, and getting better and get better performances, and we're going to, uh, by all of us, coaches included. And uh, there's a lot of fight in this group, I'm telling you, um, to, to find, find to get better and, and get back on track. Thanks, as always, Coach, and go get them in Morgantown. All right, all right Teach, what should I uh, – tell me what, my, what I should think about this game. 65-51, Baylor. Um, I mean, you hit, you guys hit on it a lot there with Coach. I mean, the turnovers, just you can't have that many turnovers. Jordan, Jordan Goldwire had just a terrible game from what it sounded like on the radio. Um, did a good job of coming back with runs when you found yourself down. I mean, they, they battled and stuff. It's just I wrap this game up now with all the others, and – there's concern now because you've put yourself in a really bad situation of you've got to steal some that you probably didn't have to if you would have just taken one or two of these in this stretch right here. So I kind of lump them all together. But, you know, just listening to it, it just sounded like they didn't handle the ball very well. And in the second half, Baylor wasn't going to miss. It was just everything they put up sounded like it just was going in. And just a really stru- rough stretch there. So I didn't know the, uh, you know, listening to it, the need of the face of, I, you know, finally I got to see the, the highlight of it once people started posting it. So I, I don't understand how that wasn't called there, intentional or not. I just, I, I don't, I guess I don't get the rule then. So you'll have to explain that to me. I mean, it seemed excessive. <laughs> You think? <laughs> yes, so I don't understand it, I guess. I don't either, and I'm eager to learn more. Uh, hopefully Wednesday night before the game I can have a good conversation with one of the officials. Um, but I don't – first things first. You're not going to beat a bad team with 25 turnovers. No, a lot of nights, no. Anyway. You're not going to beat – a good team with 15 turnovers, probably. 25 turnovers is just, like, that's uh, junior high stuff, you know? I mean, that's a crazy number. It's a, it's unthinkable that they were even had a shot in this game with that kind of a number. This team is not going to the NCAA tournament Unless they take care, figure out how to take care of the basketball. 
It's driving Porter crazy. It's driving OU fans crazy. They are a good team. They've got heart to them. There's a lot to like about this team. They play good defense, and they'll fight you like crazy. They're one of the best shooting teams in the country when they get a shot. Field goal percentage, two-point field goal, not three-point field goal percentage, but field goal percentage, one of the best teams in the country. When they get a shot, the problem is the other team's taking 10, 15 more shots a game than they are because of all the turnovers. And you can't win like that. You just can't. So it is a uh, major flaw that they got to figure it out or they're not going to go where they want to go. And it it bit them again. It's weird, though, because it comes and goes. First half against Kansas, eight turnovers. Uh, that's a lot. I mean, you, you'd like to keep it to 12 or under. That's the number Kevin Henry always points out. Eight, you're you're not trending in the right direction. We were talking about it at halftime. That's too many turnovers. Second half, three. And two of those were in the first minute. I mean, they, they, they played a brilliant second half. It almost won that game. 25 turnovers? I mean, TJ, you've been to, your son plays fifth grade basketball, right? You've probably had games where they didn't have 25 turnovers in it in fifth grade basketball. Yeah. They're, and they're crazy. They, they're throwing it all over the place. They are. They are. And there may have been a game two weeks ago. I don't know that there was 25 turnovers. It, it would have been close, I think. So, that no, you're right. You're right. By one team. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying combined, there may not have been. So. It's hard. I, I get it. it. It's hard to look at anything else on that stat sheet after the game and really have any kind of opinion about it when, when you've got 25 turnovers. It's, uh, you know, it's the obvious glaring this has to be fixed with uh, this team. Now, a lot of it is, you know, they're making back, back cuts and making bad passes. Tanner Grove is completely rattled by double teams right now. Every time they double team him, he's he's not every time, but a lot of the times he's throwing it away. So, um and now and now they're going to go play West Virginia, you know, who specializes in this. So they've I don't know the answer other than do better. I I do think this is an NCAA tournament team and I do think they can get there. And with the strength of this conference this year, nine wins definitely gets them in, and I think eight almost assuredly does too, conference wins. But to get to that point, even to get to eight, they're going to have to play better than they than they are right now and take care of the basketball. Now we could talk about that uh, call, and I do want to, because that's why I can't get past it, TJ. I went to bed mad Saturday night. I woke up mad Saturday night. I probably watched that replay 50 times yesterday of Tanner taking the flying knee to the jaw right. from Matt Meyer. <laughs> it's like straight out of Cobra Kai or something. I do not understand it, and I'm upset about it. And so I do want to talk about that a little bit later on. 6.47 in the morning. Your thoughts welcome, encouraged, 405-329-9000. If you'd like your voice heard, you could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. OSU also... Dropped one on Saturday. Texas beat him in Austin. 
56-51. So we'll update you on the Big 12 standings coming up and a big game in the conference tonight. Texas Tech at Kansas tonight on the first big Monday of the season. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Big thank you to Norman Regional Health System. They bring you this hour of the T-Rose Show on the Ref. Toby and TJ back with you. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Our texter from Friday who, I think it was Friday, maybe Thursday, Thursday or Friday whenever we were doing the percentages to make the tournament for the OU basketball team and they texted uh-huh. they were giving a 20% chance they followed up quote tweeting that text saying ouch I just don't see a turnaround happening nine wins come on OU looking at five wins at best sorry I'm not trying to be that guy but OU basketball is on the verge of falling completely apart what say you Toby Rowland did they say that what say you at the end no I added that part oh okay yeah <laughs> I hope not. Um, I mean, right now they're still in. Their net rankings and everything have hardly moved in this four-game losing streak. They're they're at 41 right now. I think they were at 34 mm-hmm. when it started. Yeah, they were. So <laughs> that's how good the teams are they've been playing. So they're still in good shape. Uh, with all of the metrics and everything. It's just a matter of finding wins. And uh, that's hard. That's hard. So I can't say that uh, the texter is wrong any more than I can pound my fist that that they can get to eight or nine. So we're just going to have to hope and see. Uh, they've They've been in an incredibly tough stretch. And this week's going to be tough too. The next week they have TCU at home and they play Oklahoma State. You know, I mean, there's a there's a week where maybe you can get a couple of wins. I, I think they can beat West Virginia, um, even on the road. I don't know if they will. They'll be an underdog, but uh, that's a game that if they play well, they can win. I, I've seen this team out. You know how they played against Arkansas, second half against Iowa State, uh, the Florida game, really the entire Kansas game. I thought they played great. Uh, so I know I know how good they can be, and I'm hopeful they can get there. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be rugged. I mean, there's, there is not a gimme. In the past, there's at least been one team, if not two, where you say, well, they, they can beat that team twice, you know. You, if you could sweep TCU and K-State, there's four free wins. There, uh, there's, and OU's never been able to do that with K-State. I just threw that out there. There's not that team. Like, there's not, like... It, TJ, it's possible. Probably won't happen. It's possible every team that's eligible in the Big 12 gets into the tournament this year. All nine. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Not likely, but the lowest net team. Let me see here. I mean, obviously, OSU can't go. Kansas State, I think, is still the lowest net team, and they should have beaten Kansas. Oh my God! They had their heart ripped out by Kansas on Saturday. They always have well, their heart ripped out by Kansas. They're used to yeah, it. You're right. I just had an ad pop up on me. I think they're in the 50s or 60s. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Kansas State in the net is 63. 
everybody else is in the 40s or better. So right now, eight teams would easily be in the field. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, and like Kansas you said. State would not, but it's not impossible they could get there. I give them so, uh, that yeah. person gave them a twenty percent chance. I give it higher than that. I think I was at seventy when we did this. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm probably at sixty, sixty-five now. I've gone down a little, obviously, with the. Another loss on Saturday, and it, it makes it that much tougher on you, but I'm not at 20%. I think they've got a better than 20%, 20% chance of making the yeah, I at think, this point. Yeah, I think 60 is a good number, yeah. slightly better than average. Uh, here's something that's helped them lately. Arkansas and Florida have gotten hot. Those wins are getting better for them. So uh, the most important thing for Oklahoma, though, is to uh, find some wins for themselves. Yes. The rest of their metrics are going to be fine. Uh, last one I'll give you here before we hit the top of the hour. It says, Porter is going to have to have a shorter leash on Goldwire. We need better play with the ball. Yeah, I don't think – well, we can talk about that next hour. True. They do need a better play with the ball. The problem there is, like, he was brilliant against Kansas, you know? And you kind of got to have him on the court even if you have Bijan out there too, he's just too, He's you just got to, you just got to. Yeah. He can't turn it over as many times as he did Saturday or, you, you know, whatever, but you're just going to have to get better play out of him because he's got to be out there. All right, we'll take a break. Top of the hour break. Back after this.